Strange Animals Podcast. Welcome to Strange Animals Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Shaw. I can safely say that this week's episode is brought to you by popular demand. It was suggested by not one, not two, but three different listeners, two of them very recently. Elaine wanted to know about the I.I., and then Molly wanted to know about the I.I., and then Oliver wanted to know about the I.I. I think it's high time we all learned about the I.I. because it's a weird and amazing animal. The I.I. is a primate, specifically a type of lemur, but it doesn't look like other lemurs. It kind of looks like a weird possum at first glance. Its shaggy fur is brown or yellowish, but the hairs are tipped with white, which gives it a frosty appearance. Its face is white or pale gray. Its eyes are large, very round, and orange or yellow, and it has really big ears, sort of like a bat's ears. It grows up to 3 feet long, or 90 centimeters, including its really long tail. To picture what an eye-eye looks like, imagine a little monkey with brownish fur tipped with white, with a tail longer than its body that's thickly furred like a squirrel's tail. Its head looks like a squirrel or a possum, but with big orangey staring eyes and big bat ears that are sort of stuck out to the sides of its head instead of on top because that's where primates keep our ears, on the sides of our head. Its hind feet look like monkey feet, with an opposing digit to help it grab onto branches, because it lives in trees. But its hands look like spiders. The fingers of its hands are extremely long and thin, like spider legs. That's what it looks like. The eye-eye's fingers are long for an interesting reason. And if you don't already know, I bet you would never be able to guess. Go on, guess. Just shout it out. I won't hear it, but everyone around you will hear you shout, The eye-eye's fingers look like spider legs because it wants to scare predators into thinking it's two spiders with a monkey friend. You would be wrong, sorry, but that's a good guess. No, the eye-eye uses its fingers to find grubs and other insects hidden in rotting wood or under bark just like a woodpecker. Here's how that works, and you're not going to believe it, but it's true. The eye-eye is a primate, which means it has five fingers, just like monkeys and apes and humans. But again, they're extremely long and thin. The middle finger is even thinner than the others. It looks like a jointed twig. If it really was a spider, other spiders would ask, what happened to that leg? because it's so much thinner than the other legs. The eye-eye uses its thin finger to tap, tap, tap on tree branches and trunks at night, and it listens with its huge ears to the echoes of its tapping. That's echolocation, just like bats and a few other animals use to navigate, but the eye-eye uses it to listen for hollow places in the tree where insects are hiding. It can also hear the tiny movements of insects. Its ears are just that sensitive. When the eye-eye locates an insect, it chews a hole into the wood and then uses its long fingers to fish the insects out. It has claws at the ends of its fingers that help it catch the insects, although the claws are actually just claw-like fingernails. Primates don't have claws. We have nails. 
and that includes the eye eye. It doesn't just eat insects, though. It eats fruit, seeds, various kinds of fungus, honey, flowers, and flower nectar. It actually eats more plant material than insects. It may also eat frogs, since some frogs in Madagascar lay their eggs in small holes in trees that are filled with rainwater. But it's also possible that the eye-eye doesn't care about frogs or frog eggs or tadpoles. We don't know. Frogs definitely use the little holes the eye-eye chews as perfect little nurseries for their eggs. The eye-eye is native to the forests of Madagascar and mostly lives along the east coast. It spends the day sleeping in trees, in a nest it makes out of twigs and dead leaves. Since it may travel more than a mile at night while it forages, it doesn't always sleep in the same nest. It can make a new one in less than an hour, and then it crawls inside and wraps its long tail around it and falls asleep, cozy and warm. The eye-eye hardly ever comes down to the ground. It's mostly solitary except during mating season, although sometimes a few eye-eyes will forage together. When eye-eyes do forage together, it's usually a male and female, or one female and more than one male, or just two or more males. Female eye-eyes are more aggressive than males, and they don't want anything to do with other females. The eye-eye has so many non-primate characteristics that I hardly know where to start. For one thing, it's nocturnal. Very few primates are nocturnal. It echolocates to find its food, which is completely weird. Also, its incisors grow continuously like a rodent's. Incisors are those squarish front teeth. Since it uses its incisors to chew holes in wood, they need to keep growing or they'd get worn down to nothing eventually. The eye-eye's incisors are very similar to a squirrel's, and in fact its skull and jaw are also very similar to those of a squirrel. You know what that means. Yes, convergent evolution. It's everywhere. Its skull and teeth look so much like a big squirrel's that when scientists first examined the eye-eye back in the 18th and early 19th centuries, they classified it as a rodent. It wasn't until 1931 that it was recognized as a primate, and even today some researchers think it's not as closely related to primates as is currently thought. Genetic studies do indicate that it's most closely related to lemurs, though. The eye-eye also has fewer teeth than lemurs and other primates, only 18 in all. If you shine a light at an eye-eye at night, its eyes will reflect some of the light just like a cat. This is due to a specialized layer in the eye called the tapetum lucidum, which reflects light toward the retina so the animal can see better in the dark. Very few primates have a tapetum lucidum because most primates are diurnal or active during the day instead of a nocturnal like the eye-eye. Most nocturnal animals don't see colors very well or at all. Naturally, they don't need to since colors are hard or impossible to see in low light. But when researchers studied eye-eye genetics to learn more about how color vision developed in primates, including humans, they were in for a big surprise. The eye-eye is completely nocturnal, but it still has the gene to see colors related to green and blue. Researchers have no idea why this is the case, 
although naturally, they have some theories. One theory is that the eye-eye uses its color vision to find flowers, especially blue flowers. Another theory is that it can see ultraviolet, which allows it to see urine marks left by other eye-eyes, since urine glows in ultraviolet light. The most ultraviolet light is available at dusk, which is when an eye-eye first ventures out to see what's going on in its territory. But let's go back to the eye-eye's fingers again. I just can't get over its fingers. Not only is the skeletal middle finger just plain weird-looking, it's weird compared to all other animal fingers. That one middle finger has what's called a ball and socket joint, which is just not a joint found in fingers. You may not be familiar with the term, but you know what a ball and socket joint is because you have some in your own body. Your leg bones fit into your hip bone with ball and socket joints, and your upper arm bones fit into your shoulders the same way. This allows you to move your arms and legs all around, whereas your fingers mostly just bend down and a little bit up and sideways. But the eye-eye's thin middle finger is incredibly flexible because of its ball and socket joint. All its other fingers have ordinary finger joints. But wait, there's more about the eye-eye's fingers. In 2019, results of a study of the eye-eye's unusual hands were published, and I just want to point out that the lead author of that paper is quoted as saying, When you watch an eye-eye move, it looks like a strange lemur walking on spiders, unquote. I'm not the only one who thinks their hands look like spiders. Anyway, the study intended to learn more about the tendons in an eye-eye's hands, but the researchers found a little structure on the wrist that no one had ever noticed before. It's a small pseudo-thumb, or false thumb, which acts as an extra digit and helps the eye-eye climb through trees. The pseudo-thumb isn't just a little nubbin that helps it balance. No, it's basically a real digit. It has bone and cartilage inside, muscles that allow it to move just like a regular thumb, and it even has a little thumbprint. It's also strong. Researchers think that the eye-eye's other fingers are so specialized that they're not much help in climbing, so it developed an extra thumb, as you do. Strange and specialized as the eye-eye is, it's not the only animal we know of that had long, thin fingers that it used to tap on trees to find insects. 55 million years ago, an animal called Labadola murkei lived in Europe and North America and shared many characteristics with the eye-eye. It was a little smaller than the eye-eye, but had the same rodent-like teeth and two long, thin fingers. Labadola murkei shared an ancestor with both rodents and primates, although it wasn't a direct ancestor of the eye-eye. The eye-eye developed its rodent-like teeth and long, thin fingers independently. Say it with me again. Convergent evolution. The eye-eye is not only the only member of its own genus, it's the only member of its own family. There used to be another species called the giant eye-eye that was at least twice the size of the living eye-eye, but it went extinct an estimated 1,000 years ago. Yes, just 1,000 years ago, that's all. We don't know much about the giant eye-eye because all we have are some sub-fossil remains. 
the Ai is in danger due to habitat loss and persecution by locals who think it's bad luck due to its weird appearance. It was actually thought to be extinct in 1933, but in 1957, researchers stumbled across one and probably breathed a sigh of relief that we hadn't lost the Ai after all. In 1966, nine Ai's were taken to a small forested island off the eastern coast of Madagascar. The island is a nature reserve, and the Ai's settled right in and are doing well there. At least now, if deforestation continues on the mainland of Madagascar, the Ai will be safe from extinction. Since then, Ai's have also been introduced to another island and several nature reserves and national parks. It's also kept in some zoos, and the first Ai was born in captivity in 1992. The female Ai has one baby every few years, and she takes care of it all by herself. Baby Ai's have green eyes and floppy ears. You can find Strange Animals Podcast at strangeanimalspodcast.blueberry.net. That's blueberry without any E's. B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, email us at strangeanimalspodcast at gmail.com. If you like the podcast and want to help us out, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, or just tell a friend. We also have a Patreon at patreon.com slash strangeanimalspodcast if you'd like to support us for as little as $1 a month and get monthly bonus episodes. There are links in the show notes to join our mailing list and to our merch store. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Incisors are those squarish front teeth. You've got some in your own mouth unless you're very young and you have lost your front teeth and you're waiting for your grown-up teeth to grow in. Or you're very, very old and you've lost your teeth and you have to get fake teeth. And in fact... Its skull and that's spelled wrong. Its skull and jaws are very. Its skull and its skull. Um, its skull and jaw are very si- are also very similar to those of a squirrel. I have just totally train wrecked this entire sentence. <laughs>